One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. You're listening to Lucy Kellaway's podcast from the Financial Times. Last Friday, when others were toiling away as usual in the office, the 5,000 employees of the National Trust were at home changing light bulbs and making compost toilets on their allotments. The Stately Homes charity decided to give all of its workers February the 29th off and told them to spend it making their own less stately homes greener. Each was given a list of things they could do, insulate the loft, install a water meter, put a water hippo in the toilet cistern, turn the heating thermostat down, and so on. To ensure that staff were actually doing these things, rather than watching daytime TV and getting pizza delivered, they were told to fill in a form saying what they had done and to take photos of their efforts to prove it. Today, one assumes, they will be passing around snaps, ooing and ahhing over each other's pictures of water meters and close-ups of PVC sealant inserted into drafty gaps. The scheme sounds like a splendid thing. Goodwill is created twice, first by giving staff a day off, and then by getting them to do things that they knew they ought to do anyway but hadn't found time for. Hearts are warmed quite a lot, and the planet is cooled an infinitesimally tiny bit. How many National Trust staff does it take to change a light bulb? Well, assuming that they do one each, that means 5,000 low-energy light bulbs, which is better than nothing. Yet the more I think about this green day, the more uneasy I feel. I like the idea of a day off on leap day, given that companies budget on a 365-day basis on February the 29th, we're really providing our labour for nothing. What I don't like is being told how to spend it. Particularly, I don't like the idea of my employer having anything to do with my setup at home. The state of my toilet system concerns me alone. In fact, any suggestions on what to do outside work hours are unwelcome. I remember a few years ago, all of us at the FT were given an additional £60 in recognition of our hard work and were told to use the money to take our partners out to dinner to thank them for their patience. Even this made me bridle. Don't you tell me what to spend my money on, I thought, and don't presume I have a partner at all, let alone a patient one. I'll spend the whole lot on Bacardi breezes and drink them all myself if I feel like it but at least it was meant kindly, and we weren't asked to bring in receipts for the meal the next day or photos of us as couples smiling across restaurant tables. Yet at the National Trust, the process may go further. The charity is working at ways of making compliance with green schemes part of its appraisal process. This could mean that people who simply changed one light bulb at home would get promoted more slowly than those who went the whole way and installed solar panels on their roofs. The end goal of all of this, to use less energy, may be admirable. The means are not. This isn't North Korea. The National Trust isn't alone in thinking Leap Day a good day for totalitarianism. Feel Good Drinks put out a press release last week saying that it had told staff not to come into work. We can all have the day off if we want to, as long as we use it to spread some feel-goodness. Seems fair enough only it doesn't feel fair enough. This announcement makes me more than uneasy. It makes me queasy, too. The march of companies into our lives started a long time ago. 
Once upon a time, the working day used to last from nine to five. But then working hours started getting longer and companies started arranging our childcare and delivering our dry cleaning. More recently, they've taken an interest in our health and fitness, or wellness, as it is now called. This is sinister, though makes some sense in that sick workers are worse for profits than healthy ones. However, this latest foray into our moral lives is insupportable. Big companies, especially banks and especially in the US, are leaning heavily on employees to support their charitable initiatives and punishing those that don't. One senior investment banker recently wrote to me in my capacity as office agony aunt, complaining that at her annual appraisal she had been told off for not getting involved in the bank's charity work. She felt, quite rightly, indignant. Two readers wrote in to say that this was mean-spirited and that being a moral and rounded manager involved giving time to charity. That's as may be, but it isn't the employer's responsibility. Indeed, if banks really do start appraising employees on the grounds of who has given most time to charity, they may find that they are in even greater financial trouble than they are at present. Charity has a place in the office, but only when it is closely related to the business. Then it's fine to get staff to join in, but only if they wish to do so. If they don't wish to, that should be fine too. As for the National Trust, I wonder if combating global warming is absolutely central to what it does. Indeed, if the climate gets a little warmer, that surely will encourage more tourists to the UK, and with the sun shining down, they can traipse in ever larger numbers around the stately homes and gardens of Britain. Thank you for listening. To read Lucy Kellaway's columns online, please visit www.ft.com forward slash Kellaway. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.